Hi, is uh, is this thing on? Hello? Okay. Well, my name is Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs, and I am the host of As I Was Saying Podcast. Consider me your best friend that's not just going to let you sit there and think problematic thoughts. So sit back, relax, make sure you're following us on Instagram, As I Was Saying Podcast. Follow me, she will speak, and let's get it popping on this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into As I Was Saying podcast. So this is going to be a short episode today, mostly because your girl is um, trying to live her best life in quarantine. Um, No, but on a serious note, trying to find out what, I don't know, what the hell is going on. But I thought about what I wanted to talk about this episode. And realistically, I feel like I am going to start recording more things that I speak about in my week, right? So the conversations I'm having with my friends, the conversations that, you know, um, a lot of my mentees, mentors here for me, all of those things, that's what we're going to bring forward. So let's cut to the chase. We all know Ye, Yeezus, Kanye, honestly, is, is probably very much like manic, honestly. I personally... I'll be real with y'all. I was a Kanye fan. Listen, college dropout album, that's my shit. Uh, All Falls Down, you know, my parents love him, all that stuff. Now, I'm 25 years old, so I don't really remember, you know, his mom passing away, X, Y, and Z. But I've always heard from people that the moment that his mom passed away, that's when it started to all go downhill. Um, I guess people were saying, like, you know, you can kind of see that uh, he always had these um tendencies to be kind of sporadic but it was kept under control and the biggest thing that people are saying is you know his mother died and he's married to the Kardashians so that's not helping his situation right which again I'm not in anybody's relationship but I can definitely see um not having a space to really formulate what what's going on but we're going to really address this this mental health aspect of everything. So first and foremost, mental health is real. And with what I've been seeing with Yee, what I've been seeing with Meg Thee Stallion, um, Meg Thee Stallion um, allegedly was shot by Tory Lanez. And I, listen, if they don't need two people in the car, who the hell shot Meg but him, right? So this is, this is though what's really oof. And was there something else? And and I believe even Tamar Braxton, if I'm not mistaken, um, was found un- unconscious, right? Um, with the with the suicide attempt. So there there's a lot. There's been a lot of things happening within like the black entertainment world with mental with mental health and or violence. So because again, mental health um, is the main topic of this episode, and then we're gonna go into talking about. Um, a lot of some different stuff maybe this episode won't be as short as I thought it would be but I think first and foremost I would like to say is mental health is very much real I have suffered from depression and I I suffer from anxiety and I think we need to understand that there are people on all different spectrums on both anxiety depression bipolar disorder schizophrenia um yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like trying to think who people who are manic people who, you know, all all these different things. Right. Because a lot of times also and the more advocacy work I'm doing, the more I'm learning. We only focus on depression, anxiety and forget that there are people who are bipolar. There are people who are schizophrenic. There 
are people who have all different sectors and in the intersects of mental health, right? But the biggest conversation we need to have is that at any given point in time, and I remember I was actually explaining this to one of my friends, anybody can, you know, fall into having one of these mental health issues, um, especially like something like a depression and anxiety. And the reason why I say that is some people, and this is where I, 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 personally within the black community feel we are we are trying to do a lot better with understanding mental health because I've heard so many people be like mental health is not real and it's like um if you broke your arm I'm pretty sure that's real like if you broke your arm right now that's a thing like it's it's broke right the same way if something traumatic happens to you the chemicals in your brain can suffer from PTSD or if if you um like myself are a survivor of sexual violence being put in certain situations literally triggers you, those memories it triggers your brain the chemicals in your brain are going off and you will start to maybe have a panic attack right um so someone can suffer from something like depression anxiety um having a manic episode from situations also, which I feel like we're not talking about even enough, is that the same way someone can have a physical um, disability or having a neurodiversity, you can have just a chemical, which I know some people who, who do, um, like they always had to have their hormone level, levels tested and they found out the chemicals in their brain were just naturally, you know, off. They had different levels of different things like serotonin, X, Y, and Z. Sometimes you really just have this, um, a, a different balance of chemicals in your brain, which makes you more susceptible to being depressed or more susceptible to being anxious or X, Y, and Z. So I just want to put that on the table because I feel like people don't understand mental health and they don't understand. Um, and again, I'm not an expert. This is just like what I know, what I've experienced myself, um, suffering from mental illness that it's, it's many different sectors, you know? postpartum depression for example some people you know um, maybe didn't have depression and then after giving birth and during that process they find themselves depressed and having to understand that you know your body just built a human you pushed it out and now it's like here you go go take care of it so there's many different things right well mental health though is not and this is the conversation we need to have it is not a cop-out it is not an excuse during the Black Lives Matter movement, this is now taking Kanye's situation off the table because this made me think of a conversations I had to have with people. Without going too deep into the incident because I don't feel like dealing with people today or any day that they hear this episode. There was an individual who did something very racist towards Black women and people's excuse for them or people's reasoning was, well, you know, they, they have mental health issues. Um... Mental health does not call racism. Mental health does not cause homophobia. Mental health does not call a cause able. Mental health does not cause xenophobia. It does not cause any of those things. And I feel like a lot of times when people act out in their misogynistic, racist, homophobic ways, we say like, "Oh, well, they have mental health." Um, again, as someone who suffers from depression, anxiety, I have never once seen one of the symptoms be you might experience like you know being racist to other people it's not now what I will say it will do if you already are racist homophobic x y and z what it will do is maybe make you act on those actions a lot more so maybe you will be more violent 
Maybe you will do things, you know, like attack a community verbally in the open online or even physically because maybe now that panic or, you know, that, what's the word I'm looking for, that adrenaline kicks up and it might make you act on it a lot more and hyper-focus on it, but it does not cause it. And I feel like when we're talking about Kanye, um, because I've been seeing a lot of these conversations happen and I see a lot of people not understanding what is trying to be said. His attitude towards things is not caused by his mental health. Like, men, like mental like it, it does not cause racism and, and, and all of, it does not cause discrimination. Nowhere when you go under depression does it say, you might experience some bouts of, of homophobia. Huh? No, that, no, that's you. That's all you, boo-boo. That is all you. And I even got a post right here that I like. Let me read this to y'all. Let me read this to y'all real quick. It's on Instagram by Natasha Othwell. Oh, oops, Natasha Rothwell. I, you know I wear, if y'all don't know, I wear glasses. This is a little print. I should have just clicked up her, uh, the profile first before I read it, okay? Um, and it's them two circles. You know them, 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 uh, I think it's the Venn, is it called the Venn diagram? Is it called, listen, to quote um, my parents when my little sister asked us to help her with schoolwork, I have been um, graduated for a moment. Yes, it's a Venn diagram, right? So it's correlation doesn't equal causation, right? So it's mental illness in one circle. And then it's the other circle is misogynist, egocentric, reductive, ignorant, anti-feminist, irresponsible, self-hating, attention-seeking, arrogant. And in the middle, it is E. And I think to me, when I saw that, I was like, yes, because at the end of the day, you can very, you can very much be all of those things and have mental illness, but the mental illness does not cause those things. And I'll read you the caption. You can hold somebody accountable and have empathy and compassion for them at the same time. Again, this is on Natasha Rothwell's profile. Using mental illness as a scapegoat stigmatizes it, perpetuates dangerous stereotypes, and takes away the opportunity for people to address their shortcomings, preventing growth. I'm praying for Kanye's well-being and his peace of mind. I'm also praying that he'll see the error of his ways. Having the courage to admit that he is wrong and atone for his transgressions against a community that he has loved and supported him from the beginning. Because as imperfected as he is, we miss him, right? And at the end of the day... I think that's true, and I be- and also I believe um, Erica Hart shared something um, similar to this and wrote that when we talk about calling people out, we think about a lot of it as a negative tone. When really it is an act, it, it should be seen as an act of love. When we're doing a call out to be like, "Yo, like you just you just really doing some problematic stuff," and this is one of those things where again, separate from you, I was thinking about it the other day, like. I wanted to make a post, and I will be, about why, even when I'm stressed out, even with all these bad things in this world happening, I know I'm blessed. Because I know I have friends and family who are not afraid to call me out and and check me so I can get better. Because a call out is not um, always made, and should not be made, just to destroy someone. And, you know, kind of segueing into that, let's talk about these call outs. Now, do I think certain people should be called out and canceled? Because I think a call out and a cancel are two different things. Yes, canceled, for example, the president of this beloved 
country of America with three K's, um, canceled, canceled, canceled. He was canceled today. I, I heard him open up his mouth. It's canceled, right? A call out though is something where it's like, hey, you did something that's problematic and you should change this because your platform is X, Y, and Z. I've been called out by people because I didn't realize some of the things I was doing. And that's okay. Because guess what? We're people. We're humans. We can't always get it right. It's not possible. And by you always getting it right, that means that you're perfect. And no one's perfect. And who wants to be? I don't want to be perfect. I want to learn. I want to be able to, to have people challenge me. I love being challenged. And again, I think surrounding yourself with people who aren't afraid to be like, mm, no, I don't think you're right. That's how you grow. And if anything, even if you still feel that you're right, like I tell people, shoot, at minimum, you learn how to debate. I remember I did, I was able to do a workshop with um, a bunch of young women. Uh, and I, I, someone asked that question. It was like, well, you know, how do you have these conversations? And it's like, guess what? At minimum, you get some practice in. So that's my outlook on the situation of, you know, just cancel and calling out. I don't think calling out is always bad. And I think when it calls to counsel, uh, canceling, so I don't watch The View. I was just walking by the TV one day and Whoopi even asked the question, like, who gets canceled and what does that look like? And I think that is actually a good question. I don't really have the answer to that. So feel free to head over to Instagram and drop that in the comment section. Like who deserves to be canceled? And like, what are the steps to canceling somebody? Like what, what does somebody have to do to officially be like, you know what? We're done trying because I know like, for example, Gina Rodriguez, and I talked to some of my friends about it. I think Gina got like a few chances and it's, it's, I told my one friend who's Dominican, I'm like, I think like as a whole, she got like two or three chances to like apologize and get it right. And then like after like her third time, it was like, I right, sis, like that's the side you wouldn't be on. But so it's like, I think there are people who I, I think for me from viewing how people do it, it's kind of like when people do something problematic, like we call them out. Right. And they're like, whatever. F y'all, I'm gonna do what I want. And I think it's okay. Strike one. Like, okay, we, they're a problem. And then it's like, they do something again. It's like, yo, we already told you about this. You done. And then I think somewhere between like the second and third is when it's like, bet. So like, you just don't care. Canceled. That's at least my observation. But we're going to talk about this. So let's talk about Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, let, let's pull up Meg Thee Stallion's tweets because I think it is so upsetting that as black women, we even even when we're up, we see that we're still black women, right? So Meg Thee Stallion posted five days ago. Yes, I'm recording this episode this morning. Don't judge me. Black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for y'all to talk about, but this is my real life and I'm really hurt and traumatized. And I think, let me even just, just, just back it up. Let's talk about the fact that no matter what happens, black women are always seen as like not telling the truth or being the cause of our trauma and pain. So the fact that people over here trying to figure out how Tory Lanez did not shoot Meg Thee Stallion, it's like, so she's still shot. We can see in a video, her foot is bleeding. He'd only win the car. So who did it? Like I was telling my friend, like, you know, I was like, they said it's the buzz of him. And, and she was like, well, then who did it? And it was, was like, was it an elf? Was it, was it like a little pixie? Like, like. Come on now, y'all. And I think what's sad is not even the fact that people are trying to be like, okay, well, let's see what really happened or let's know the situation. It's the fact that they would rather protect this man 
than than actually rally behind this woman, this black woman. And the fact that when you read this thread on this tweet, people are like, well, that's what you get for twerking. You know, you have this FF dude attitude. That's what you get. There was literally a trending, a trending thread of a, of a dude saying, that's what we're doing in 2020. If y'all, if y'all girls act up, he ain't say girls though. He said, if y'all bitches act up, you getting shot in 2020. And people was really commenting and it was really trending. And we really need to address the fact that exactly to her point number one, this is not a messy conversation. This is real life. If y'all have not been, if y'all have not read the book Hood Feminism, I suggest that you read it because one of the first chapter, actually the first chapter talks about gun violence needing, needing to be a feminist issue because one of the biggest communities that is disproportionately affected is black women and children. So we really need to address this, right? And the fact that she was shot and people's responses, well, she shouldn't have been twerking. You see how she talks to guys. She brought it on herself. And it's like, yo, the funny part is y'all were the same people over here. Like, yes, throw that ass back. Woo, Meg, ride or die. Woo, hot girl summer. Now she hurt everybody throwing it in her face. That's the problem too. The fact that women, especially black women, are only seen as being like in people's presence when we're doing things like entertaining like that honestly goes all the way back to slavery like we need to stop valuing black people only when they're entertainment because how she hurt everybody like oh well you shouldn't be doing what you're doing what that's number one number two this is why we perpetuate sexual violence and domestic violence and violence as a whole towards women it's not nowhere is it her fault that she got herself shot what like, people, if you really believe that, you really need to sit down and do some introspective work and reflect on why you believe that. Because that is very, very problematic. And that's not okay. It's not okay at all. So, and I, I really do, again, pray for everyone in, in these situations. Like I said, I'm not too sure about what happened with Tamar Braxton. Last thing I heard was, you know, she was rushed to the hospital. But we really need to, I think, reflect. We really need to check in with each other. We really need to not be afraid of, of having these conversations and really doing the work in ourselves. Because like I said, the fact that a bunch of men could think it was okay to be like yo well yeah if the if these bitches be out here wilding like we gonna start shooting them and it's like it actually was a trend and you can actually see people really like well y'all be disrespectful so like this is what's gonna happen really and guess what this is i ain't gonna address this issue but like i was telling one of my other friends about it yes i have many black brothers that are supportive and support the black community however that first tweet and a lot of those comments were black men within the community talking about we was going to shoot women on Meg the Stallion's post. So I think even within our community, not even I think, within our community, we need to do a lot of work. We need to do a lot of work. We need to address our biases. We need to address why sometimes we want to hold up these figures to be perfect when they're not. Like if your celebrities have just as many problems as we do. They just have money and maybe can hide behind the money and the fame a little bit better. But when you really get down to it, we're just people. We're all just people. So I think I'm going I'm to find a name for these short episodes. I might do like every other, like we'll do like a serious episode or interview and then we'll do like on my mind this week. So thank y'all for listening. You know what it is. Hit the subscribe button. If this is your uh, first time listening, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you like it. I hope you join us again. And if this is, you know, a reoccurring episode, (laughs) 
you already know. But again, I am your host, John Tyler Jacobs, and this is As I Was Saying Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at As I Was Saying Podcast. Be sure to, if you would love to be interviewed or you'd like to pitch yourself to be interviewed on the podcast, be sure to hit up um, the website, my website, www.shewillspeak.com. Undergo underneath podcast and it says click to be interviewed. Enjoy the rest of y'all day, y'all. Until next week.